This is Tales of the Cheese and Onion Heathen. We have always been a country built on free speech, so we must always be ready to hear other views out there. Imagine you have two clocks in the house. One, by the standards of the so-called lame media, working perfectly. The other, said to be broken. One is said to be showing the correct time, because we are told it is correct. By the instruments of repressive governments, you know, sources like the speaking clock and radio breakfast DJs. But what we are doing is not listening to the views on time by the broken clock. Is it a broken clock? Or are we just being fed by the lamestream media? Maybe a very important fact on time is being covered up because the truth is so mind-blowing. They don't think we can handle it. The working clock is just another type of control that keeps us people under control. Well, it's all well and good, but you're still ten minutes late, Mr. Forrest. Fascist. Live from your wet dreams, it's the Paul Princetonson Show. This week, Paul welcomes a bite of lunch, air, and a piece of shit in the fetal position. Music is provided in the absence of Peter Sodding by Cathy Cuddlemouth and the Severed Limbs. And now here is Paul Prickstanzer! And now, we rejoin the fairy tale already in progress. And the wolf huffed and he puffed, and the frail house of sticks fell apart on top of the two frightened pigs. The pigs ran quickly around to their third brother's pig's house and banged on the door. Who is it? he said. It is your brother, pigs, but let us in because the wolf approaches to eat us all up. I'm sorry, who did you say it was? Jehovah's Witnesses, you say? I'm sorry, I'm Jewish, said the third pig. No, 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 please let us in. The wolf will tear us apart limb from limb. Okay, that would make you pulled pork, said the third pig inside the brick house as he helped himself to another Ferrero Rocher. No, you must let us in. Oh no, I remember you two. You took the piss out of me when I built my house of bricks. You were the ones that mocked me since I was little, left me out of the games, made me the butt of jokes. Uh, yeah, that's us. Well, fuck off then. You must let us in. The wolf will eat us whole. Well, my advice is when you're in his mouth, wiggle around and try and give him indigestion. <laughs> Hello? 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 Oh, they must have gone. And the little pig went back to his book. The contented wolf walked away, picking bits of pig out of his teeth with a cocktail stick. As he did so, he thought, Sibling rivalry has always been good for my diet. Even that film that appears in your armpit, you can rely on the Bolax disinfectant. Proved to be 80% effective against germs, 10% bringing out restraining orders, and the other 10% giving it a stiff talking to.
Right, welcome to the latest edition of the podcast. Special edition this week, we present the 50th edition. Many people laugh when I set up this podcast. There were so many naysayers. How could you create a podcast when there's so many around? Haven't you got anything better to do? You do know City went into administration five years ago. And to those people, I always say, one, 50th episode, so suck it. Two, no. And three, no. Me and the other 20 fans are still part of the fan club. We'll always have our hearts in the bakery section of the supermarket, the one that now is built on the old ground. Eric, the security guard, who was admirably tolerant of me and the lads going in there on a Saturday to cheer, has now gone. I mean, it was turning into something to look forward to. Three o'clock Saturday, mark our place, cheer for 45 minutes, then at half-time we'd pop off and get ourselves a meal deal, you know, crisps, sandwich and a drink for a fiver. Oh, to answer your current question, which is going through your head, salt and vinegar, cheese and pickle, and iron brew. We would then cheer for another 40 minutes and leave five minutes early to beat the traffic. Well, as I say, the bad news is Eric has been pensioned off and the new guard, whose name I don't know even though I requested it from him several times, I even asked for his superior if he didn't give it to me, but still no. So we will just refer to him as Bastard, will not let us gather for more than two minutes. He actually called us a bunch of old men, he actually called us a bunch of old men who waste our afternoons and could put it to better use. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. That's where I heard question number two. I knew I heard it recently. Anyway, still, he's a bastard. And now, Bolly Bob Todd with his regular nostalgia feature. Thanks, Christy. Well, this time I want to turn the spotlight on Rob Post. He wore the city shirt for five seasons in the 80s. He was better known to the West Hill crowd as Rob hit the post. This wasn't a stab at Rob's striking skill, as he was a prolific striker. He was a leading source of goals in four of the five seasons he was with the club. It had more to do with his nasty habit of running into the goalposts on a frightening number of occasions. Many opposition goalkeepers used to complain that it was a tactic to keep their attention away from the ball. The truth was more a case of vanity. In his biography called Owl, Rob revealed that he had needed glasses since he was a child, but he hated them. He said all he saw during a game was an interesting number of colours. When a ball was crossed in the area, he knew one of the colours he could see was the ball, but he wasn't sure which one it was. So he took a guess and swung his foot at it. Sometimes it was the ball, sometimes it was the opposition player, sometimes it was one of his own players. Side fact, this was how midfielder Tommy Slang got his catchphrase, foot in mouth. On one famous occasion, Rob got the mascot, Gob the Two-Tone Sloth, while he was turned to the crowd. It took a surgeon an hour to remove the worst wedgie ever seen by hospital staff in history. Even through this, Rob has joined the pantheon of the great at City. Rob is still a resident of the city and returned here to live even after his career ended. He can still be seen on a regular basis chasing lorries, barking loudly. Oh, and he is also the local MP for UKIP. It's probably good we understand concussion a bit more these days. Clarice? Thanks, Molly. Inspiring. That was...
tales of the cheese and onion heathen. Cheese.